Hello and welcome to Lunar Books Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of books, mangas, comics, e-readers, movie adaptations, and all things bookish. I'm your host, Daniel Moon. Before we go into today's episode, show your support by liking, subscribing, and sharing as your actions can make a huge difference in helping the podcast grow. So let's get into today's chapter. In the last episode, I went over a few plot holes that are found in the entire Harry Potter series, giving that, giving that plus um, some of my thoughts and opinions. For today's episode, I'll be continuing my review of the Harry Potter series in today tackling the second book in the series. And I must say, before I begin, um, that there may be a few spoiler alerts as some of the things discussed may attack certain points that are of importance. So, if you've never consumed any Harry Potter content or if you've only ever consumed the movies, then a spoiler alert is in effect. Now, as mentioned, I will be reviewing the second book, and in the Harry Potter series, the second book is titled Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The author, of course, is J.K. Rowling, and this book she published, or this book was published on July the 2nd, 1998 in the United Kingdom, and June 2nd, 1999 in the United States. A third published date, publication date was the 1st of May 2001 and that was in Turkey but barring Turkey most other countries would have obtained the book or have access to the book depending on how close they are to the US or to the UK. The genre of this book is fantasy literature adventure fiction and it is catered or written with middle grade in mind. Middle grade being 7 to 10 but this book can be read by any age but the main group really was uh, middle grade. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is actually set in the year 1992 and mainly takes place at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Because because the story actually takes place at a magical school where the building itself is basically can think for itself, you have, for example, you have moving pictures, you have portraits, with occupants that would interact with you as an individual and something like this is what makes this story a little bit more exciting as you have more interactions well not much more but a little bit more interactions with the paintings than in the previous book we also learn in this book about the grounds of the school itself because the school is not just made up of the building you have the grounds in where you have different other activities so we're we're able to learn more about the grounds of the school and more about what lives inside the grounds of the school for example um, along the perimeter of the school as in perimeter meaning where up until where human beings are physically able to go we have a black forest and that's the name of it it's not a black forest per se it's just a forest which is known as the black forest you can go within the black forest if you'd like but you'll have to do that at your own risk as you have quite a quite a vast amount of creatures and beings that live within this black forest and we are introduced somewhat to it in this book as in the book one it was only mentioned but in this book we're actually able to go within 
the book itself or within the forest itself now tackling the main character for this book um, the main character is again Harry Potter himself Harry is a skinny boy with jet black hair that can never be organized so his hair is just all over the place and messy and it's described as such he has green eyes that he's always almost always told by everyone that he has his mother's eyes he wears round glasses and has a scar on his forehead over the right eye in the shape of a lightning bolt and throughout the course of the book Harry learns more and more about himself and about the magical world so too do we as readers one example of what we learn within this book and we saw it in the beginning of the book and towards the middle it comes up again and it stays throughout the rest of the book and potentially the rest of the series as this comes up often so something else that we learned about Harry is that Harry is what we call a parcel tongue a part sorry parcel mouth and a parcel mouth is a person that can speak parcel tongue now parcel tongue is another name for saying snake language which means you're able to speak and on speak to and understand snakes now this is a big issue especially in this book where his ability to speak to snake is something of utmost importance for this book because it plays a vital role in the plot itself but for now let us forego that and continue with some of the other characters in this book now another character is of course Ronald Ron, Ronald Ron Weasley who we learn more about his life as the son of magical parents we learn how wizards live when they aren't working or at school as in this book we actually go to Ron's house and Ron is as I've said before he's a pure blood wizard meaning both of his parents are wizards and come from wizarding lines so he knows exactly how wizards live outside of going to Hogwarts and working so we learn more about that we also learn more about Ron's fears as we learn in this book that Ron has arachnophobia or fear of spiders and it's something that we also learn the reason why and that reason is while he was younger he had his own he had a teddy bear and that was his favorite teddy bear but his twin older brothers um, did magic on it and caused it to turn into a snake and that's where his fear comes from another character in this book is Hermione Granger who is also one of Harry's best friend Ron is a friend of, Ron is Harry's best friend and Hermione Granger is another best friend in this book we are, we see even more just how brilliant and how brilliant she is as an individual and as a witch and how deductive her skills how deductive she is as it comes to just figuring out different things in this book we also get to see her as more of a fee and more as a girl in terms of you know how girls would want to want to like someone or whatever we see that a bit more in this book another major character or main character for this book is an, a, a wizard known as Gilderoy Lockhart now Gilderoy is a new teacher who takes on the job of teaching defense against the dark arts 
through Gilderoy we actually learn just how self-obsessed people can be in the wizarding world how some people figure that fame and power is everything we also learn that not all that teach are good at their jobs Gilderoy is <coughs> he is an idiot to say the least um, he's also a fraud and we learn just how much of a fraud he is especially towards the end us as readers will definitely see him to be a fraud he actually says it out of his mouth but for the most part Gilderoy has used the successes of other people to claim he claimed the successes of other people as his as his own and that's just Gilderoy um, sad to say Gilderoy is um, a, they call him a teacher or a wizard that went to Hogwarts that was a part of Ravenclaw and one of the main features of Ravenclaw is intelligence and he has none of that now other characters that are in this book that make some impact in the story are Tom Marvolo Riddle that's the person's full name and we learn that this is the real name of Voldemort himself now Voldemort is the person that killed Harry Potter's parents and caused basically this series to exist now Voldemort also like most wizards in the wizarding world most not all but most wizards in the wizarding world especially in Europe and in that area would go to Hogwarts and Tom also went to Hogwarts and he is in this book because um, his memory a memory of Tom or he placed his 16 year old memory self in a book and that book wound it it's wound up at Hogwarts now that book is a diary so of course it's called Tom Riddle's diary and that's actually the name that is on the book itself and Tom Riddle's diary is the book that has preserved within its page pages the memory of Voldemort while he was 16 years old and at Hogwarts so there we go that's Tom Riddle another um, person or a character that is that makes some impact in this story is Lucius Malfoy now Lucius Malfoy is the father of Draco Malfoy who is Harry's enemy and the wizard that think he thinks that being a pure blood or pure blood witch or wizard is the most important thing now reason reason why Lucius is plays a role in this story is that Lucius was the previous owner of the of Tom Riddle's diary that was because Lucius is a spoiler alert Lucius is a death eater or a follower of Voldemort and he was also one of the high-ranking followers of Voldemort Voldemort before he died probably a couple months or a couple years or whatever gave Lucius the diary as a treasure to say keep this safe for me and he was the previous owner and he is the reason why the book ended up at Hogwarts not through his son however but it still ended up at Hogwarts another character that made some impact in this book is Ginerva Ginny Weasley Ginerva Ginny Weasley is actually the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Weasley and she is the sister the youngest sister 
or the youngest and the only sister of Ronald Weasley or Ron Weasley and the twins who are um, Fred and George Weasley. Now she is in this book because through ingenuity and deceit Lucius Malfoy actually allowed for Tom Riddle's diary to end up in her book bag um, while they were shopping for books at on that Di at diagonal alley so it's through so Lucius cause for the diary to end up in Ginny's possession and Ginny going back to Hogwarts or going to Hogwarts for the first time this is her first year she unwittingly or unknowingly brought Tom Riddle's diary to Hogwarts and the story would unfold from there another character that makes headway is Dobby Dobby is a house elf and house elves are powerful magical creatures that are on or in the wizarding community they are there to serve the rich the rich of the rich basically which means that the bigger your house is and the richer you are the more likely you have a house elf, a house elf living with you and taking care of your every needs. House elves are also major part of the runnings of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and not very many people knows this and did not find out until it was the fourth or the fifth book was when when elves were discovered to be at Hogwarts by the trio and thus by us as readers so that's another spoiler another character is Neville Longbottom um, Neville in this book shows his first transition from being a cowardly clumsy lump boy to being slightly less so standing up to his friends and stand up to his friends for what he believes in now we all know that standing up to people is something that is difficult um especially when we're standing up to our friends because hey you don't want to step on any toes or anything but those are the people that we should be you know standing up to more than anything but yeah never made a very good transition and he actually allowed for gryffindor to win the house cup which is something that is done every year so you know when you go to sport sports day and they have the different events and you have the different color houses in the school it's the same thing so because of Neville his little contribution allowed for Gryffindor to win the house cup and finally another one of the other characters that played a vital role in this book and this story is that of Moaning Myrtle now Morning Myrtle um, at this point in time out of my head the top of my head I don't remember her actual name her real name I should say but Morning Myrtle is a ghost that lives in the school more notably in the third the girls bathroom on the third floor corridor of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry and we later learned that um, Morning Myrtle died some 50 years before this book occurred. Now, that's the. Those are the characters that played some vital roles in this book.
Now, this book, Chamber of Secrets, it actually aims to examine what makes a person who he or she is continuing from the previous book. It also aims to teach us that a person's identity is not shaped by any aspects of his or her birth but by the decisions that he or she makes. This book provides contrasting characters who try to conceal their true personalities. As it said, Gilroy Lockhart lacks any real identity because he is nothing more than a charming liar. Riddle, Tom Riddle, also complicates Harry's struggle to understand himself by pointing out that there are some similarities between the two, both of which are half-bloods, both of which are orphans raised by muggles, and both of which are probably the only two parsimons to come to Hogwarts since Salazar Slytherin and he is the found or one of the founders of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Now that first line where it says it aims to teach us or it aims to examine what makes a person and to teach us that our identities are not shaped by our aspects of birth or but by our decision speaks it came up more in the last part of the book where Dumbledore when Harry had some doubts and he asked Dumbledore about them and Dumbledore questioned him himself and said that what is the difference between you and Voldemort and Harry was saying that no he asked Harry why did the sorting hat put Harry in Gryffindor and Harry said because he asked him to and that's when Dumbledore said exactly it is not all it is our choices that makes us who we are not our um, not us as people meaning not how we were born hey you were born this this so you have to do this no our decisions are what makes us so that was a very good way of that's a very good thing to teach um, within this book and yeah now the plot for this book so the like I said before remember that most of this story of this book takes place at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry however it started in it started at the Dursleys and the Dursleys are Harry Potter's like I mentioned before are Harry Potter's aunt and uncle and cousin and that's where he was spending his summer where he was visited by Dobby the house elf like I said and he was telling Harry that he is in danger and must not return to Hogwarts Harry then refuses because he he believes that Hogwarts is his home so Dobby did the very thing that he knew would allow Harry to be prevented from going to Hogwarts and that was to upset the Dursleys that very evening when Dobby decided to visit the visit Harry the Dursleys had a guest a muggle guest that guest was to that guest was there and actually was a client of Vernon Dursley which is Uncle Vernon and that client that meeting that visit was really for Vernon to try and get him as a official client and by doing so he would be able to get a raise and money and blah 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 so with um, Dobby magically ruining the Dursley's dinner party which that guest 
Uncle Vernon um, then locks Harry in his room and that's when we first learned about or us as readers I should say we first learned about the fact that oh, young witches and wizard are, wizards are not allowed to do magic outside of school as the Ministry of Magic actually sent Harry a notice accusing him of doing this very magic that Dobby did and that there he was being warned now another event that occurred in the book is that we then learn about flying cars and magic being placed on muggle items as the three Weasley brothers that Harry is closest to which are Ron, Fred and George which Ron is his best friend and Fred and George are his teammates from the Quidditch team they arrived in their father's flying car and that car was actually a Ford Anglia and they came to rescue Harry taking him to their home and doing so in doing so like I said Harry learned one that wizards usually put magic on muggle items allowing for muggles or unsuspecting muggles to become be in harm not all of them do it for the harm most people do it for fun but still they're in harm and two this is where we're where Harry is able to learn more about the wizarding world in terms of how people live as wizards and witches outside of school and um, outside of school and work now Harry and the Weasleys then spend the rest of the summer together going to Diagon Alley and in Diagon Alley while they're getting their school things that's when they run into our encounter Hermione Granger and Lucius Malfoy and in this event is where in this meeting is where we see Lucius um, cheeking his way into putting the diary into Ginny's book items we also meet Gilderoy Lockhart for the first time and he was well in this meeting we learn where he is a conceited person he loves to see himself so in the bookstore where the witches and wizards usually go to buy their books you see um, a lot of pictures of him you see his books all the books that he supposedly wrote has his picture on it so that's where we meet him we also see Draco in this um, scene in this part of the book now that event blows over and Harry and the Weasleys go back to the borrow and the borrow is the name of Harry of the Weasleys home and while there the summer goes on and on and then from the Weasley's home they go to King's Cross station which is the train station to which they board the platform in order to go on to the go on to the Hogwarts Express now another event within this event that occurred or within this set of scenes is that Dobby at the point at that time in point at that point in time we did not know it was him however Dobby placed a spell on the gate which which prevented the Ron and Harry from going through the gate in order to board King's Cross which in order to board um, plan the Hogwarts Express that's the name of the train Hogwarts Express and what they did 
they started to panic but then realized that they can go back to the car and wait on the weasleys to come back so once they do that they once they've done that they actually decided to fly the car to hogwarts and that's where it happened where ron and harry flew themselves to hogwarts and in doing so they crashed into what is known as whomping willow whomping willow is a massive tree that has a life of its own meaning it moves you know where you have regular trees if you touch it, it hey you touch it with this tree if you touch it you get slapped if you go near it you get slapped it's a tree that like i said has its own life and does not allow for anyone to come near it you can actually use magic to stop it but you have to know where to touch it in order to stop it now other major events that occur um in this book really is the main thing really for this book is that um the riddle tom riddle's diary like i said it's the memory of Tom, um, Voldemort himself however we later learned that it was it's known as a horcrux and a horcrux is a magical item that stores up a, a part of a person's soul so if once you've learned how to split your soul you are able to put it in a specific item and more than like more than usual it's an item that cannot be this easily destroyed or it shouldn't be an item that can easily be destroyed now the this horcrux then was feeding off of Ginny so every time she wrote something personal in the book she is giving up part of her life in the so that Voldemort can then take over her body and come back to life while doing that Voldemort during that same time was causing for the for Ginny to open the chamber of secrets which the chamber of secrets that's where the name comes from that chamber is said to house a magical beast that once released in the school will be able to destroy all muggle born witch and wizard now Ginny unknowingly was doing this because every time she was taken over or possessed by Voldemort she lost memory and power of her own body so that's where this whole that's the main point of this story that we see where 150 years ago the chamber of secret was opened in order to do the same thing in terms of bringing in terms of reading the school Hogwarts of any muggle born witch or wizard uh, also to show that Slytherin Salazar Slytherin had a great beast he that he bought or created or whatever that would then be used to do this and we also learned that Voldemort or Tom Riddle is the heir of Salazar Slytherin meaning Salazar Slytherin is actually Vol Voldemort's ancestor which makes Voldemort's family except for himself the purest of blood wizards that you can think of in, the, in this wizarding world 
another thing that we learned is that um, Morning Myrtle died that year as she then speak to us telling us that hey she was in the bathroom and while in the bathroom she heard someone talk and when she looks out when she looked out the door she just died which then told which then infers that hey this beast once you look it directly in its eyes you will die if you don't look it in its eyes but you still see its eyes whether it be from a reflection or something then you then you um you become petrified so that's the whole plot of this book um we see also throughout this book outside of different um students being petrified we also see where dobby still is trying to save harry in one of these scenes is where during a quidditch match um dobby bewitched or put a spell on a bludger that caused it to only attack harry um this heart this bludger then breaks his arm and because of Gilderoy Lockhart and his stupidity Harry then loses his bones when he quote-unquote tries to when Gilderoy quote-unquote tries to um, heal Harry he did worse damage than before and that's when Harry goes to the hospital wing of the school and that's when Dobby visits him and reveals that he has been the one that has been trying to prevent Harry from going to school and somehow harming him in the same time so in trying to protect him he's harming him um so yeah those are all that's so throughout this these events especially the one where Ginny has been opening the chamber and releasing the beast i'll be getting into that shortly we learned that harry not harry hagrid Rubius Hagrid was actually at Hogwarts 50 years before this book and at that time he was in his third year at Hogwarts and we learned that Hagrid was expelled he was wrongly accused for the killing of Morning Myrtle and then expelled for the same act now because at that time he was expelled and blah 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 this time around we learned that after there was a few um Petri students being petrified Hagrid was taken to, the, to prison because of the same situation because it was a similar thing that was happening and uh, ha Hagrid we then learn like I said that that's what's happened and Hagrid really wasn't the person that killed him we learned eventually now before Hagrid went to prison the Ron and Ron and Harry was actually under his invisibility cloak in what do you call it now in Hagrid's hut because they went to confront him about the whole situation and after he was taken away Hagrid left some instructions telling him that if they wanted to find out any sort of information that they're supposed to follow the spiders now the it took a while for them to do that but they eventually followed the spiders and they found out that um, the spider population in, in the black forest was because of Hagrid as he is the one that had 
um, a spider that spider was accused of being the beast that would kill the, the student back then and is the one that's been doing the petrification now we learned that this from we learned from the spiders that the spiders don't petrify people and they learn that these beasts are usually um these beasts usually are afraid of roosters so then they remember that all the roosters were killed in the school and so many other things um so we learned throughout all of this through um aragog through aragog that's the spider's name through aragog's um information and through the information that hermione found and deducted and everything we learned that the beast that's in the chamber of secrets is a basilisk and a basilisk is just a huge snake and that's why harry has been hearing the voice throughout this entire series and yes that's something that i kind of overlooked throughout this entire series before they even found out about the chamber of secrets harry has been hearing voices through in the walls of the school and we learned that yeah now this course of the course of school went on and then a couple days or so after final exams we learned that one of a student has been taken down into the chamber of secrets itself and will stay there to die as Voldemort will then be reborn we learned that that um, student is actually Ginny Weasley who of course was the person that had the diary in at the beginning and upon hearing this Harry and Ron went to confront Lockhart because at this point in time Hermione was one of those students that were petrified so Hermione and Ron went to have went to confront Gilroy because Gilroy was the one that was supposed to go into the chamber to go and look for to go and get the student and after confronting that's when they realized that hey one Gilroy is a fraud um, and that all the books that he's written was not actually his own works everything he wrote was what other wizards did so he magically removed their memory and then took credit for the work so that's what um, Gilroy did Harry and Ron went down um, down into the chamber Harry eventually battled the memory of Tom Riddle because at that point in time he was more and more becoming um, a reality more and more becoming tangible I should say and they Harry went and confronted everyone down there he eventually battled the basilisk and with the help of Fox which is Dumbledore's Phoenix Harry was able to defeat the basilisk um, and save Ginny and in all of this throughout all of this trying to save Ginny and everything Gilderoy Lockhart tried to do the same thing to Ron and Harry that he did to all those many wizards that he took their memory he was about to destroy Harry and Ron's memories but the sad thing is he took Ron's wand and Ron's wand was actually destroyed on that first scene where he flew himself into Hogwarts and crashed into Whomping Willow 
so his wand was actually destroyed but it was being held together by something called spello tape which is just a magical tape and because of this the spell that Gilderoy tried to use on Harry it just rebounded and hit him so because he did it in such a powerful manner it was powerful enough to knock him out of his senses meaning Gilderoy is now uh, a madman basically he has no memory he doesn't know who he is and he's a danger to himself and to society so because of this upon returning to Hogwarts or upon returning to the regular floors on Hogwarts after everything was deducted and everything Harry and after everything was deducted and everything we learned that Gilroy then ended up at Wizarding Hospital which is known as um, St. Mungus St. Mungus that's what it's known as now Lucius Malfoy is again a part of this book because at the end of the book we learned that Sirius came to came back to Hogwarts to try and find out why if Dumbledore really had returned to Hogwarts and if who the culprit for all of these attacks were um, and there was a little banter between um, Harry and Lucius and um, we see also that not just Lucius returned but Dobby returned with Lucius and that's where we found out that one Dobby is actually Lucius's elf and two that's where we found out that the diary is linked to Lucius and so on right now at the end of school all the persons that have been petrified they return to normal Hogwarts um, Gryffindor would win the house cup and that was because like I said the, um, with the if efforts of the three the trio Harry Ron and Hermione also with Ra Neville's little help that allowed for Gryffindor to win the house cup Hagrid is released from prison Lockhart like I said goes to St. Mungus Hospital and at the end of the book Harry returns to the Dursleys so that's basically the plot of the book um, I think I did not go into a lot of things but hey it's that's the book now what did I think of this book I thought that this book was a great sequel to the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone and that the story developed well continuing smoothly from book one into book two um, what I liked most about this book was the fact that I was introduced to new creatures new characters new parts of the castle um, I also liked that um, I was able to see more of a wizarding a wizard or a witch's life outside of hogwarts i know it was just a small a few pages but just going to ron's house and seeing what it's like it was a very good thing um what i did not like about this book um was that i don't let me see i'm not sure if i disliked anything so let me not say but maybe let's see um 
what did I dislike about this book like not sure what I disliked um, for me this story was easy enough to understand um, there was no there's nothing too confusing or complicated about it uh, this story for me was not predictable um, I could not have guessed what was happening or who something was going to happen to or you know that wasn't for me no um, the ending for me was a pretty good ending um, we're able to see where some amount of justice is occur um, justice occurs where Dobby is able to be freed because of acts by Harry um, oh and in order to free just a point of note in order for, to, for you to free a house elf, house elf you'd have to give that a house elf clothing so it was nice to see that Harry got um, Dobby freed now using the Carpile system the rating that I would give this book or the overall rating that I will give this book um, and if you're not sure the Carpile system is just an acronym um, which stands for C for character A for atmosphere W for writing P for plot and conflict I for intrigue L for logic and E for enjoyment um, all of that spells Carpile so for me, my Carpile rating would be 9 out of 10, making that book a 5 star book once you're converting it to star format. Now, for me, for this book, I would definitely recommend this book to anyone that is intrigued by magic or uh, mythical creatures or and beings or both. Um, I would, of course, recommend that you start with the first book, reading it in order but not a lot is really taken away if you just decide hey i want to read chamber of secrets there's nothing um I'll, there's not a lot that is taken away so definitely recommend reading harry potter and the chamber of secrets but if possible i would definitely suggest that you start with harry potter and the philosopher's stone now i hope that was not a lot for you guys and i hope that you enjoyed my little review I like this book and I love this series. Um, uh, thanks for listening. This was the Lunar Books Podcast. Me, as always, is Dan Daniel Moon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review on your listening platform. To catch all the latest from the podcast, you can follow on Instagram and on TikTok. The links to which would be in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, it is our choices that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. <laughs>